Hi everyone and welcome back to the unofficial guide to medicine podcast. Today is another one of our OSCE revision podcasts in our psychiatry series and we'll cover how to take a history from someone presenting with mania. We hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, my name is Shazia and I'm a final year medical student. This podcast will be about how to approach a patient with mania, as well as some useful advice on how to succeed if you're given this as an OSCE station. As with most psychiatric stations, approaching these patients requires skill and patience, which you will develop with time, experience and lots of practice. Starting off, just like any other OSCE station, you should introduce yourself to the patient and try to observe for any nonverbal cues, such as the patient fidgeting or looking around anxiously. Manic patients can sometimes be paranoid, so you need to fully explain who you are and the purpose of the meeting to reassure them. Make sure to gain consent and ensure that all information is confidential. This can reassure them. Also ask them if they understand and if they have any questions before you start. Some of my top tips are, number one, to be as calm as possible. Patients that are having a manic episode can sometimes be very overwhelming to deal with. They might have pressured and rapid speech so they might be speaking really fast and have a flight of ideas, which might make it difficult to follow along and to understand what they are saying. They can also sometimes be paranoid, so establishing good rapport with patients is essential. You want them to be as comfortable as possible and to open up. Another tip is, if you feel the patient is going off track, you should be able to guide them back to the original question. To do this, you can use phrases such as, that's interesting, We'll get back to that a little later on. Let's get back to what we were just talking about. So, when taking a history from a patient experiencing a manic episode, you need to be assessing the following. The patient's mood, activity levels, sleep, sex drive, disinhibition, self-worth, as well as concentration. Starting off with mood, to assess the patient's mood, you can ask questions like, how would you describe your mood? Have you found yourself more excited than usual? Do you find yourself more irritable than usual? You can even add in a bit of, we all feel annoyed with people at some point in our life. This is just to try and make them feel as if they can relate to you better. You also want to ask about if they've had any periods of feeling low. This helps with creating a possible differential diagnosis of bipolar disorder. Moving on, to assess the patient's activity level, you can ask questions like, How would you describe your energy levels? Do you find yourself taking on a lot more than you usually do? And how would you spend a typical day? Some common responses are, I have never felt so good before and I feel on top of the world. To assess for sleep, you could ask, how have you been sleeping lately? Any problems? And how many hours do you usually sleep for? And have you noticed any changes in your sleep patterns? Moving on to libido, This could be controversial depending on the patient's race, sex or religion, but it must be asked. You can ask, have you noticed any changes in your interest in sex and the need for sex? To assess with disinhibition, you can ask, would you describe yourself as an impulsive person? Have you been on any shopping sprees recently and do you feel as if you've been taking more risks than usual? Have you gotten into any trouble with the law lately? And at this point or any point during the OSCE, you can reassure the patient that these questions are asked to everybody and it is not personal. This is just to try and make them feel comfortable. Moving on to assessing for self-worth, you can ask questions like, 
How do you see yourself compared to other people? And how would you describe yourself as a person? Choices, concentration lastly. Simply ask, have you noticed any problems with concentrating recently? Remember all of the above, you can use the handy dandy mnemonic, manic. How ironic. So, manic, M for mood, A for activity, N for naughty, your spending sprees, use of alcohol, drugs and increased sexual activity. I for insomnia, C for confidence. So, once you've done asking all the relevant questions, it is important to thank the patient. So, patients that are experiencing a manic episode will most likely have an increase of everything we have just discussed. They'll have increased energy, mood, libido, disinhibition, but a decreased need for sleep. It is important to be able to differentiate mania from hypermania as you take in history. A manic episode is a distinct period of persistently elevated, expansive and irritable mood, which must last for at least one week with all of the above symptoms we just discussed, and these symptoms have to significantly affect one's ability to function in everyday life. Hypermania, on the other hand, has some of the above symptoms, which last for less than a week, and these symptoms do not significantly impair one's ability to function in daily life. So it's important to get a time frame when taking a history. Bear in mind that OSCE stations have a time limit, so you might not be able to actually ask all of the above questions and have a meaningful conversation as well as make the patient comfortable all at once. This is different from a real life scenario where you have to ensure the patient is comfortable and that you're not rushing through the questions. So for the sake of the OSCE, it's important to ask all the relevant questions, but keeping note of time. You want to have enough time to summarize your findings to the examiner Give a sensible differential and say something of value before you move on to the next station. Also note, after summarizing your findings, it's important to tell the examiner that you would have liked to get some collateral history and at this point you can mention some of the information that you forgot to ask or that you'd want to ask the patient to confirm the diagnosis or to support your diagnosis. You can also mention some investigations. So some of the possible differentials for patients with mania include Number one, bipolar disorder type one, which is basically manic episodes with or without major depressive episodes. Number two, bipolar disorder type two, which is hypermanic episodes and major depressive episodes. A third possible differential could be cyclothymia, which is persistent instability of mood involving numerous periods of depression and periods of hypermania. A fourth differential is substance-induced bipolar disorder, which is a manic or depressive episode associated with the use of substances. So while taking your history, it's important to ask about time frames, as well as asking about possible drug use. And at the end, you could also ask or mention that you'd like to take a drug toxicology screen. Thank you everybody for listening. There'll be another Psychiatry OSCE Revision podcast next week, so make sure you tune in then. You can also go and follow us on our social media to keep up to date with all the podcast releases.